Hello and welcome to another episode of the Craft Beer Talk Show. I'm your host, Matt Sausch. Wow, we're finally back to a weekly routine with this show. I was definitely very excited to record this one and release it, mainly because I'm going a bit out of my beer tasting comfort zone, so to speak. Uh, I don't want to give too much away in the, the beginning here, mainly because most of you, when you, you find out what it is, will probably think that is the most non-uncomfortable thing I've ever heard of. Uh, but it's my comfort zone, uh, and I would never ask for this beer at a brewery or or would I look uh, to, to search for it at any liquor store or, or beer store. Um, it's just not my thing. Uh, but moving forward, uh, revealing where I purchased this beer, I took a drive out to Cambridge, Ontario last weekend um, in, in search of the many breweries that they have, hoping to get into at least one of them. Uh, the restrictions with indoor dining is a bit tough to accommodate people, only 10 inside, uh, and last Saturday was beautiful, so, so getting to my point, uh, I didn't get to sit down in any of them. Uh, but naturally, I bought beer from every single one, and over the course of the week, I've been trying them out. Uh, if you follow me on Untapped, you might have noticed that I've really only been posting from a few specific breweries. Uh, the first one I stopped into was Jackass Brewing. That's a smaller location, but they have a ton of great beers. They also serve wonderful food, so check that out. Uh, I also stopped at Barn Cat Artisan Ales. Uh, their tap room wasn't open to begin with, so I knew right from the start that I, I was just doing a stop and shop. Uh, but shout out to, to Barn Cat Ales for a second here because they produce this beer called Catacombs. Uh, it's a barrel-aged sour Belgian quad, and it's pretty intense. I actually really liked it. It's almost intimidating uh, the way it comes. Uh, but it's really well done. Uh, it's 11%, so enjoy it on your couch um, or a safe spot that you don't have to get up from. It will get you. Uh, and lastly, which I guess brings us to the grand reveal, is Rhythm and Brews Brewing Company. And I was really disappointed that I didn't get to sit down inside this brewery. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's quite large. Um, but I just felt like the vibe would be very relaxing. There's music playing, typically live music, um, but uh, there's music playing over the, the speaker system, hence their name. Uh, but I wasn't able to, to escape the inevitable, and I was sent away with a to-go bag. Um, their website seems to be under construction. Uh, I had to put my journalist hat on and, and change the Google search tab from all to news so I could find an article. Uh, indeed, I did. I learned a little bit more about this place. Uh, of course, like I said, given by their name, they're dedicated to hosting local bands, uh, local supporting local and all that wonderful stuff. So that's always great to see. Uh, they have a stage inside of their 15 hectoliter facility, 16 taps to pour, which I did not get to enjoy any of that. But um, that only creates reason to go back, right? And uh, this particular facility was opened in May of 2018, so not far off from two years. Um, but they actually first started brewing under the Rhythm and Brews name back in 2016. Uh, but they were brewing out of Reinhardt Brewing. Not too sure if you're familiar with that brewery. Uh, it's a brewery based out of York, Ontario. So it took them about two years to get into their own place. But uh, all in all, they've been brewing now for four years. The, the founder of this all, Andrew Beyer, 
He's a certified national beer judge. Um, Prudhomme, which is a like a town, I guess. I think it's a town. I'm not sure if it's a county, but Prudhomme Beer Sommelier. He's a certified Cicerone, which is basically the beer version of a, a wine sommelier. And uh, above all else, he is a veteran home brewer. Uh, he's got it all, it seems, a vast amount of knowledge, especially uh, to be a judge uh, of beer. I guess the irony here is that uh, today I will be the judge of his beer, uh, which which brings us to the beer itself. So I bought six from this brewery, um, a Blondale. I bought two hazy IPAs, uh, a mango pineapple sour, a Belgian triple, and a milk stout, which I guess now uh, it's been long enough, about four or five minutes, so I guess that's... Uh, Probably a painful amount of time to be listening to me rant on. I can reveal the beer that I will be trying. Um, the beer that is going to push me off the edge and into the waters of uneasiness. It is Rhythm and Brews Heartbreak Motel. A milk stout, wait for it, with strawberries. Ooh. I bet some of your jaws just hit the floor with that reveal. Well, here's the thing. I'm not a big berry guy whatsoever. I mean, like, I like fresh strawberries. Come on, who who doesn't? But you start mushing up these things and making them into, you know, smoothies and and jams and all this other gross stuff. I'm out. And, And maybe now, maybe you can understand a bit of where I'm coming from. Um, in this whole taste test thing that I don't like that. So, of course, when I read something that says it has strawberries in it, and I know it's not whole fresh strawberries, uh, it had to have been, you know, basically destroyed at some point. Um, Maybe you know where I'm coming from. But if anything, I feel bad for the beer because it's almost, in a sense, already getting a a bad rep just for being what it is. Um, Some of you might ask, well, why'd you buy this beer? If you don't really want to try it and it's something you don't like, well, I was standing in front of this fridge. The girl working was waiting for me to pick six beers. She's staring at me as if I can't read. It's 15 degrees outside and I overdressed with warm clothes. I'm starting to sweat and I panicked. That's it. My friends actually have an analogy to describe this situation and they would describe it as this. It's like ordering nuggets at McDonald's and when they ask you about dipping sauce you don't know how to react so you just say sweet and sour even though you and the cashier know you don't want sweet and sour whatsoever so I choked it happens but in a sick way I'm glad it did Uh, you know so I get to try it for all of you out there for all of you who maybe love milk stouts with strawberries and the rest of you who just want to see me suffer while drinking it Um, But before I indulge in all this, I want to talk briefly uh, about the milk stout and why a brewer would choose to put lactose in something that 99% of the time, in my opinion, doesn't need it. So lactose, what is it? Simple. It's it's milk sugar. Uh, And it's derived from, you guess it, milk. Uh, So basically, when the sugar is added to the beer, uh, it doesn't break down or ferment like most sugars. Uh, would with brewer's yeast typically the yeast would eat up all of those sugars and would turn into alcohol 
So what does it do? Firstly, it adds sweetness. It's a sugar, don't forget. Uh, sugars are sweet. And just like milk is sweet, lactose will provide that component. Secondly, uh, I think this is bigger, um, one of the two. It makes for a more creamier mouthfeel, just like drinking a glass of milk, right? It's thicker, it's smooth. That's what it'll do um, to a beer's body. If, if lactose is something you've never seen before in a beer, you know, look out for styles such as milk or cream stouts, or sometimes uh, they might be called sweet stouts. Um, also look out for pastry stouts. They're definitely a, a sweet stout. That's almost like a dessert style beer. Um, but not only those styles, which are the most common, uh, the use of lactose is getting experimented with more and more. Uh, the trendy milkshake IPA is a prime example of this. Like all over the world, the major styles, the ones we all know and love, um, are, are getting a lactose trial. Now, I haven't had any of these funky variations, as you could probably imagine. If I'm afraid of a milk stout with some strawberries in it, imagine something like a, a lactose sugar triple raspberry IPA. Um, no thanks, not for me. But um, another fun fact, actually, a bit more of a historical tidbit. According to Blen, oh my god, I can't even pronounce his name, I'm butchering it. Glenn Burnsilver, that's so simple. I'm getting nervous as we get closer to this, this milk stout with strawberries. Um, he wrote in Brew Your Own Magazine that this was actually all common practice in the UK during the 1800s. Not even lactose, but whole milk. They would add whole milk to their beers, especially stouts. Um, of course, at this time, it was very common to only have stouts, porters, um, brown ales, all of which I can imagine milk being in but apparently they would serve these milk beers to the laborers at lunchtime so that could they could get uh, added strength that they would they would uh, assume it would give them more strength to do the job for the later half of the day um, and over time they added milk to the fermentation process and this is where the name milk stout started to spread and at the turn of the 20th century doctors were even prescribing milk stout for various ailments, um, and this would include nursing mothers who needed to increase milk production for their babies. Could you imagine that being the cure right now? Oh, you know, not producing enough milk to feed my child, but just have just have a beer. That that'll solve your problems. Um, but by 1946, the British government banned the term milk stout um, as they were tired of all these claims. Um, and all these promises of what this beer would do for you because it added milk, you know, make you stronger, the whole nursing mothers thing. Um, and they would also worry that it would get into the hands of children. And uh, at this time, though, brewers had figured out how to use lactose instead uh, of using whole milk. So the terminology really wasn't a, a big deal. You could easily call it a stout infused with um, lactose sugar. Not that big of a deal. But very, very interesting stuff. Um, I didn't really find that anywhere else when researching kind of, you know, the whole purpose of lactose, what it does, what it's for. I'm not too knowledgeable on all of this. So uh, this was a very cool episode for, for me to do. And uh, I guess we have to get into this beer now. Uh, this went a lot faster than I thought it would. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. But I mean, we had to face it. And uh, here goes nothing. So the Rhythm and Brews Heartbreak Motel sits at uh, 6.5%. It's a milk stout with strawberries. I've got the beer poured. It's in my hand. 
Um, it does have this kind of like darkish, really, 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 really dark red tone to it. But basically, like a lot of stouts, pretty much black. Uh, I'm going to give it a smell. I'm honestly kind of scared to. Um, I didn't necessarily get too much of like a, an aroma when I opened the can. But uh, I'm going to give it a smell here in the glass. And uh, we'll see. Okay. So, yeah. N not a fan. Uh, I'm not completely revolted like uh, I thought I might be. Um, you can definitely tell... I don't know. You can tell it. It tastes. It smells like strawberry milk, and uh, I guess that thought makes me really scared to try it. Um. Oh man, here we go. Let's do it. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Hmm. Mmm, definitely do not uh, care for this. Um, and it's a shame because, like, I almost feel like it's a good beer. But it's just it's just something that I don't like. You know, this is just one of those things where <laughs> I'm never going to get probably something like this again. I'm glad I tried it. You know, I got to try this. As someone who runs a beer podcast and someone who who loves craft beer, obviously I, I had to, to to try it out. Um, I think this one's going to be, you know, short and simple. I think I need to give it a fair score. I need to give it a score based on the fact that it is a milk stout with strawberries, not on the fact that Matt really dislikes milk stout with strawberries. Um, and I think it's that's really really hard to do. Um, I, like I almost don't even want to score it because I just don't think it's fair. Um, you know what? And I and I I hate to do it, but I think I think that's maybe the only way I can do this is not give it a score because I really dislike it. But it might be maybe one of the best milk stout with strawberries ever and I wouldn't know because I just don't care for that to me it almost tastes like uh, artificial strawberries you know that I don't know even how to describe that 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 taste um, but that's something that I, I stay away from big time I should have stayed away from this but I'm glad that we are able to experience this together I'm not even sure I'm gonna have any more of it I might I might literally have to dump it but that also goes against every single one of my beer morals ever so I might have to just plug my nose and and bomb it down, but uh, it's this is going to be a tough pint to get through, like really really tough. Um, oof, I mean, Rhythm and Brews, check them out. They make a, a bunch of other great beers. Their their Symphony Hazy IPA is awesome. Um, I really like that. You know, I have I need to do some sort of vouching. I can't just sit here and say uh, this beer was no good because I don't like it. They're a good brewery. They make good beer. This potentially is a good beer. It's just not for me. Um, but if you like this sort of thing, go check it out. Uh, I've got a 
mango pineapple sour in the fridge that I'm going to indulge, which is actually kind of hilarious because if you guys recall um, the battle of the sours, I stated of how much I really don't like sours either. I guess I'm just a picky guy. I guess I'm just just a picky, picky guy. But uh, this is, I think, the the most bummer note we're going to end uh, end on here at the Craft Beer Talk Show. This is uh, this is a new low, and uh, I'll post a picture of this beer, and uh, I'll definitely state the fact. You know, I got to be honest. Not for me, not my thing, but I do think that you should go check this out. And I think that, uh, you know, even if you're like me and you don't like milk, so strawberry, since I went through it, you got to go through it as well. So uh, until next time, guys, I got to go wash my mouth out. Cheers.